Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Tuesday, September 29th. S&P futures are trading flat to down about four points. It's just about 10 basis points. Similar price action in the NASDAQ futures are down about 20 basis points. That's about 23 points. The major European indices are trading off about 40 basis points. Asia was mixed overnight. Mainland China traded well, Hong Kong ended in the red. Um, so very, very slow morning. There's really no major news to talk about. You are seeing a little bit of a reversal in Europe of the price action yesterday. Um, keep in mind, the major European indices are still up close to 2% week to date. So some of the biggest outperformers from yesterday are seeing the largest um, losses this morning. So banks in particular are down about a percent and a half this morning. That still leaves them up 4% week to date. So mild uh, reversal of what you saw yesterday um, in Europe and the U.S., Again, as far as news, um, no major shifts from where things stood at the close in the U.S. on Monday. No major economic data to talk about. No major company-specific news to talk about. Um, on the just kind of running through some of the other major buckets of news, fiscal stimulus. So the House formally unveiled this 2.2 trillion dollar plan yesterday. This has been in the press for several days. Pelosi and Mnuchin have resumed negotiations. They spoke last night. They are due to speak again this morning. Again, I still think that nothing changes on this front. Um, again, I don't, you know, closing the gap between the House and the White House is one thing. You still have an enormous chasm between the House and the Senate. That is the big um, stumbling block. You know, remember, McConnell struggled to pass a bill a couple of weeks ago that was only $300 billion of incremental spending um, versus this Pelosi bill of, of north of $2 trillion. So I think this is in large part to give um, House Democrats political cover as they kind of uh, prepare to leave Washington and and uh, campaign for the last couple of weeks before November 3rd. I still don't think you're going to see a stimulus bill before the election. I do think the odds are relatively high that you can see stimulus after the election, but I just think between now and November 3rd, um, you know, it's just very difficult to envision it, especially because, again, you're not seeing pressure being placed on Congress from either the economy or the market. So that is a fiscal stimulus front. Again, be aware you're going to see more headlines, um, you know, hopeful sounding headlines, but just Remember that Senate versus House gap. Uh, on the COVID front, a lot of kind of mixed news. Um, you know, you are still seeing case numbers increase in Europe and the US. You are still seeing politicians, to the extent they are imposing mitigation steps, again, they're being very surgical and targeted as far as how they're implementing them. It's very much these higher risk activities like restaurants, bars, movie theaters, gyms, et cetera, that are being targeted most severely. You're not seeing the wholesale lockdown steps that were enacted back in March and April. I think that's giving markets some comfort. And then you are seeing certain areas, you know, Florida on Friday and then Chicago yesterday rolled back some of the um, pandemic restrictions. Florida essentially has reopened the entire state. Chicago, um, you know, removed just a few of them. There are There was a report overnight um, that New York City could reimpose certain restrictions in certain neighborhoods, just given that you have seen pockets of increases. Again, this isn't a wholesale um, increase uh, this is in a wholesale reimposition of restrictions, and it's again only in certain neighborhoods um, around the New York City area, not including Manhattan, which has been um, relatively tame as far as uh, infection figures are concerned. Um, so nothing all that incremental there. You did see this Abbott rapid test that it supposedly will give you um, a reading in 15 minutes whether or not a person is is uh, COVID positive or negative. Remember, a couple of weeks ago, the White House committed to buying 150 million of those tests, and they will be distributed to distributing them to states. That was announced formally yesterday. They confirmed that they will start that distribution process. The White House hopes that the states will dedicate the majority of the tests to schools to help reopen schools. 
Uh, Pence spoke last night and warned that you probably will see further uptick in positive cases in the U.S. in large part because you are going to see, again, this rapid expansion in testing capacity. So, you know, I don't think anything that's really altering the macro narrative as far as um, any, of the, any of the COVID case or mitigation steps are concerned. On the vaccine treatment front, nothing all that incremental either. So you still have kind of Pfizer and Moderna are thought to be the furthest along in phase three. Both of them could have preliminary indications on safety and efficacy by uh, within the next 30 days. So before the election, Pfizer is thought to be furthest along. They have intimated that they should have, um, again, a preliminary determination before the election. Moderna could follow soon thereafter. You still have this AstraZeneca Oxford trial on hold in the U.S. So it remains where that stands. Uh, it, remains to see, you know, remain, it, it remains to be seen when that, that hold will be lifted. But again, I think the Pfizer and Moderna are really where people are focusing on um, in the near term. Uh, on the political front, no major shifts in the poll numbers, although you did have two new Pennsylvania numbers out. Um, from the New York Times and then a separate poll from Washington Post. Both have Biden up nine points. So again, Pennsylvania is a hugely critical state. It is definitely in the must-win column for Trump. Um, so obviously that nine points is a large um, you know, a large gap. Uh, and then obviously you have the debate tonight. I put out a preview on the debate over the weekend. It's up on the website. Uh, so please take a look at it. And that is essentially it. Again, it's very, very quiet as far as major incremental news. Um, in terms of the calendar for today, you have a few Fed speakers. I don't envision any major shift in policy. Again, I think central banks, for the most part, have done um, all they are going to for the time being. They're they're all providing enormous accommodation, and I think they're just watching to see how growth unfolds and how um, some of these vaccines progress. You um, so in addition to the Fed speakers, you have a couple of earnings reports. The big one will be Micron tonight. I put out a preview on Micron over the weekend. It's up on the website, and then obviously the debate is after the close at 9 p.m. And that is essentially everything for today. Thank you for listening.